Hey mama, hey mama, hey I'm glad to see you here with me I know it gets rough, please don't give up Today we gon' shake off all that weight Put your head up high, cry to the sky Walk in my face, then I by sight Take my hand and hold it tight Those cloudy days, kiss now goodbye So hey mama, hey mama, hey Glowing even through the rain I promise you'll see better days All you need is a little faith Take my hand and we'll have a day You're probably a little upset because this episode is coming out later in the day, but hey, I delivered, right? <laughs> so I just want to check in with you guys. We are on part two of our trauma series, Flu Season, and today's episode is called Accept the Diagnosis. Real quick check in before we dive in. I want to make sure you guys are okay and put out a reminder to be okay with your feelings, set boundaries, and be sure to ask for help. Don't go through this alone, guys. Our glow mama for today is somebody that's very close to my heart. She's my cousin, and she was nominated by a friend. That's Miss Joy Palmer. Her friend states that she overcame many hardships while she was pregnant, and she still pressed forward to create a new life for her and her child. She's now a homeowner, and she managed to purchase a new car, all while in the last trimester of her pregnancy. Yes, Joy, girl, you are goals, okay? Joy is such a beautiful person and she has so much knowledge, so many gifts to offer the world and she is well on her way, girl. You are our, our glow mama this week. You get your glow on. All right, so today's main topic is accept the diagnosis. And obviously this is a play on words with our flu season, but I hope y'all like my little creativity I'm throwing in there for y'all. That's free. <laughs> So, you know, I know last week we're talking about trauma and where it comes from and things of that nature. And um, we were talking about getting back to the roots of, of those things. And if you did that, you know, I know that can be tough. It can be an emotional process. And the next step after tracing back the root is to accept the diagnosis and accept where you are. Now, I'm not telling you to accept the diagnosis as oh my God, this happened to me and it's never going to get better. I can't be healed. I can never overcome this because no, sis, that's not what I'm saying at all. We're actually going to do the complete opposite. But there's so much power in acceptance. And here's why. When we accept where we are, it relieves some level of stress. Sometimes when we fight against where we are, we fight against like that natural flow of life. So sometimes we get caught up in like, think about like everybody wants to be like married before the age of 30 or they want to have kids by a certain age or they want to become homeowners by a certain age. And when we don't meet those timelines, when we don't accept where we are, it creates a dissatisfaction within us. It creates a discontentment and it's not helpful for anybody, honestly. So when we create those those uh unrealistic timelines and standards for ourselves it causes more stress when we are okay with where we are it's when we can start healing in tracing back the trauma we can't change our past we can't change what happened to us we can't change what happened to our parents we can't change what happened to their parents or however far back you went but what you can do is recognize right where you are today 
and move forward. There's so much power in that, sis. So when you we're tracing back these roots and we're going through this healing process, I don't want you to be discouraged. I don't want you to be upset with where you are because trust me, everything happens in its own timing and everybody's healing is going to look different. When you accept where you are, when you honor yourself for where you are and you become at peace with yourself, it gives you power to then heal because you know what you're working with. Like we talked last week in episode one of of flu season, we were talking about how if we don't know we have the flu, we're going to be doing taking over the counter medicine for things that won't even treat the flu symptoms. We're trying to take Tylenol to get rid of, you know, you know, the the rest of the flu symptoms, but they're not going to work. Or when we have an infection, we got to take an antibiotic. And the same thing works with our healing. We have to know what we're working with and we have to know where we are in that process in order to move forward healing is not a linear process sis. so if you think that because this is episode two of the trauma series that you about to be fixed by tomorrow sis i'm sorry i gotta be the bearer of bad news but listen that ain't how it work you this is not a one two three four five step process that's gonna be easy and smooth i'm not saying that to discourage you but you know I got to be real with you, sis. It's going to be up and down. There are going to be hills and valleys with this. But we're going to stick together on this because everybody's trauma looks different and everybody's healing looks different. Point number two that I want to stress in today's episode is that what happened to you does not define you. Being a little transparent, y'all, like many of you that know me personally, I'm a mother of two little girls and I'm unmarried and I am not with the father of my children. Um, And that was embarrassing to me for a really long time. And I know that might seem crazy because it's like, girl, (laughs) that's a norm. Like, what you stressing about it? But I feel like I've always had this worry about the stigma that was going to be put on me. Like, everybody hates baby mamas including baby mamas like we be against each other sometimes sis like and I was just so afraid that this stigma of being um something that I was not was gonna follow me and I didn't want that and in becoming a single mother that that I became a single mother because certain choices came out of a traumatic experience The relationship was toxic. We were toxic to each other. Some of my childhood had different toxic pieces that really kind of put me on the road to where I what led to me becoming a single mother. So, you know, at one point I will, that was like my claim to fame. Like being a a single mother is not a bad thing, but the experience and the trauma that came with it, like y'all, I wore that like I was a badge of honor. Like, that was my go-to. Like, even when I needed to feel like I needed to defend myself, like, my go-to was, I'm a single mother. I'm a single mother. I'm a single mother. And my motherhood is something that I'm very proud of. It's not, it's not something that I'm ashamed of at all. However, I was using it. Listen, you know, I'm not with my kids' dad, and I live on my own, just me and my kids. I was, like, really using that as an excuse, y'all. It became a crutch. It became a part of my identity. And while I enjoy motherhood, that is not all that God created me to be. He did not put me on earth just to be a single mother or just to be a mother. 
You feel me, sis? So that's what I mean by like your trauma doesn't define you. And you're not responsible for what other people did to you. You don't. So if you're listening to this and people in your life have betrayed you, they have hurt you. They've let you down. They've disappointed you. They stabbed you in your back. Sis, let me tell you something. Nothing you did. Nothing you did. Nothing you did made them do that. If a person in your life intentionally hurt you or continued to hurt you, honestly, sis, they probably coming from their own place of trauma. Like, really, I mean, that, you know, it's nothing that you've done to deserve that. So many times going through traumatic experiences, especially when we are victims of certain circumstances and things, we take ownership. Maybe I should have done that. Maybe I should have done this. In reflecting back on what I was talking about, that toxic relationship, I had to look at myself like, well, dang, Elisha, like, you know, you saw this sign and you reacted this way. Maybe you should have did this. You made this choice. Maybe you should have did that. And like, honestly, I'm so mad at myself. Because like, why did I, like, I, I took responsibility of everything that happened to me. And the reality is, I'm only responsible for my now. Because we, like, like I said, we have to accept where we are because we can't change what was, what did, or what happened. We can only be responsible now. So if you're under the sound of my voice and you hear this, sis, I don't care what the trauma was. I don't care if it's the way your mama talked to you. I don't care if it's the way your friends bullied you. I don't care if it's the way people let you down or rejected you. That wasn't your fault. You did nothing to deserve that. But I'm telling you right now that you have the power and the authority within your own heart and yourself through the strength and the help of God to move forward and heal. And you deserve that. We all deserve to be at our best self. And, you know, this this was really, uh, this whole healing process is uncomfortable, y'all. Like, I'm not even trying to sit here in front like it's easy or act like I'm even, you know, super easy for me. Because let me tell y'all, it's been some times I got on this mic and I record it and I turn off the mic and I cry and I pray. Because I'm still hurting in some places myself. Because again, we're on this journey together, sis. Like, this is not... Me having everything together and telling you what to do. I'm telling you from a place of I'm in the journey with you. And although it's comfortable, this is where contentment comes in. And y'all know, as always, I got to find some from the Bible because, listen, that's what I live by, okay? So, Philippians chapter 4. I've, I've been in this book a lot lately, y'all. Uh, verses 11 through 13. It says, I'm not saying that because I need anything. I have learned to be content no matter what happens to me. I know what it's like to have what I need. I also know what it's like to have more than I need. I have learned the secret of being content no matter what happens. I'm content whether I am well fed or hungry. I'm content whether I have more than enough or not enough. Because I can do all things by the power of Christ. He gives me my strength. And I know I've used that scripture on the show before, but I really like that scripture because what that scripture tells me that is like, listen, life is going to happen, sis. You're going to be real, real good some days and some days you're going to be not so hot, but I got you. And no matter what comes up against you, no matter what has happened to you, you can face it with me. So that's going to be our, our focus for today is that scripture is finding contentment in the healing that 
in those uncomfortable moments because you're going to cry some tears. You might feel some angry moments. I really want you to meditate on that scripture because this is going to keep you grounded, sis. Okay, so time for our next segment, Hope Dealing. All right, guys, so I love this segment because this is where the practicality of everything comes in. In our Hope Dealer segment, um, I always like to give you guys like, I say easy and I just, you know, this is not necessarily easy, but a way to kind of work through this. So again, I'm going through this process myself. And one of the things that has helped me is keeping a journal. So I actually have um, a, a uh, prayer journal. And then one of my uh, sisters from the uh, retreat, she told me about doing a brain dump. So I started keeping like a little notebook um, that would just like write random things. Like I'll be thinking about stuff that doesn't even really matter. So I journal my prayers, but I also do like a brain dump, which is kind of like literally every random thing that's on my mind at the moment. I just kind of just dump it just to get it out my brain before I go into prayer. So the first practical thing we could do is journal. Okay, guys, journal and get those thoughts out. Second thing is I'm going to challenge you guys to get an accountability partner. I'll be posting this week in the My Sisters Will group and I will put the link for that on the show notes so if you're not already in the group get in there sis so get you paired up with some accountability partners so that we're not going through this process alone um we don't the worst thing you can do right now is seclude yourself from people and places um that can help you sis because um healing again it's not easy it's not linear um you need somebody to be with you in those high and low moments and like i said in uh find your tribe hey two are better than one right And lastly, if you do not have a therapist, I strongly encourage you to go find a therapist. One of the quickest tools that you can use are um, psychology today. Put in your zip code, pulls up therapists that are close to you. Also, I do have a friend. I will put her information in the show um, notes as well. Rosalind, if you're listening, hey girl. Rosalind is a therapist and she uh, can help you find a therapist um, as well. She also has a show, uh, Therapy as a Christian, um, with Rosalind Renee. She has a pretty good podcast that really, if you're kind of apprehensive about going to therapy or getting counseling, she has some really good shows on there that break down as to why you should go, okay? So, again, takeaways from today's episode, and I'm kind of keeping these episodes Um, brief to the point of I want us to grasp each point each week to walk away with so last week we were getting to the root of the trauma and this week we're accepting where we are so I love you guys so much please don't forget to reach out to me I'm going to put the link tree link in the show notes so that way you can email me fill out the glow mama nominations and also when you listen to the show screenshot it tag me I'm on Instagram Facebook all of that like I want y'all to just shower me with all the love I want to feel it sis so I love you guys I can't wait to tune in with you guys next week peace